Good morning. This is the 10th of January and this is the Marlborough Monday Morning Espresso. Thanks for joining us. Morning Nathan. An eventful week last week to kick off the year. We saw a new high in the S&P early in the week but then falling about 1.8%. We had US 10-year Treasury yields hitting their highest level since the start of the pandemic and yet despite this we saw an up market here in the UK. Yeah so when the Fed speaks the market listens. So the key driver last week was the potential for interest rates to rise quicker than expected. So you mentioned the S&P was down 1.8%, but actually the Nasdaq, which is heavily focused on technology companies, was down 4.5%. But on the flip side of that, we had UK equities were positive. They were up over 1.3% and energy and financials doing really well there. Yeah, so you spoke about the Fed. What we had last week was the minutes of the last Fed meeting released and really a much more hawkish tone from the Fed, so indicating a fear really on the pace of the rise in prices. The Fed has been low to react. We have spoken before about the Fed being willing to let inflation run hot, but I think they are now starting to get concerned. We will see inflation data out later this week, and that number in the US expected to touch 7%. We saw in Europe this week record inflation levels of 5%, so clearly this is a global problem of inflation. But with that hawkish tone, with the expectation of interest rises coming through now, we have seen that impact of growth stocks. And as you mentioned, the Nasdaq suffering its biggest decline in a year now. On the other hand, as you mentioned, though, we saw strong energy and financials here in the UK. They make up a big proportion of the index, so that pushed the FTSE up. Is this the start of a value versus growth shift? Yeah, so actually, if we look at the difference between, say, large cap growth in the US, it was down 4.8%. And large cap value is actually up 0.8%. So I suppose people ask the question, so why was tech off? Why does it increase in interest rates? Why does it matter? So if we look at growth companies, people are paying up now for future growth. So if you think about Tesla, you know, it sold about a million cars last year. It's expected to sell a lot more cars. And that's why people are paying up for this stock. But if you get increases in interest rates, it increases financing, which impacts profitability, which can impact that future growth. And that's why you're seeing kind of heavy falls in some of these stocks which have high valuations. On the flip side of that, value is very sensitive to what's happening in the economy. And the economy is strong. So if we look at US unemployment, it actually fell last week below 4%. So you think areas such as financials and energy doing quite well. If you look under the bonnet, best performing sector in the US last week was energy up 10.6%. Oil price was up 4.8%. I guess we'll see some confirmation of that strong economy coming through this week. We are starting to see the first Q4 earnings figures from companies being reported this week. And I guess that might perhaps provide some confidence to the market that despite what might be happening on the fixed income side, on the interest rate side, the underlying economy, as you say, is strong and companies are able to extract decent earnings growth from this economy. Yeah, so what people look out for there is margins, so profit margins. Are those profit margins being impacted by the likes of inflation, supply chain disruption? What does that mean? But I think if you look at what investors are focusing on now, they're focusing on the impact of interest rates on future earnings. But what we'll need to see is that earnings continue to do well. So first up, we'll have a lot of the financials towards the end of this week. And then as we progress through earnings season, we'll get a clearer picture on what's happening with those technology companies. Looking slightly further afield, something we've touched on before, Evergrande. This is still in the news. The story is still rumbling on. Evergrande has $300 billion worth of debt outstanding. Big concerns about their ability to pay. 
And just last week, we heard the news that they have sought a delay on the payment on their local currency denominated bonds. So uh, a little bit of a concern on that front. Yeah, so it's definitely one of the things that's been holding the Chinese stock market back, as well as concerns about regulation on tech. There's a lot of potential there, given the fact that China has underperformed significantly compared to other markets, particularly Chinese tech versus US tech. It's worth keeping a close eye on that market and developments this year, and it's something that we're doing. Absolutely. Well, clearly an interesting start to the year. And in the weeks and months ahead, there's clearly lots of developments that we expect to happen. Lots for us to be speaking to our managers about, lots for us to think about. For now, though, thank you very much for listening, and we hope you join us again next week. Thank you.